Entrepreneur on Fire podcast sponsorships. All the goods. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Well, hello, Fire Nation, and welcome to the bonus episode of Podcast Sponsorships, All the Goods. We just released this post on entrepreneuronfire.com, and I just wanted to share an audio version of it for all you podcasters and all you aspiring podcasters out there who are kind of curious about what the deal with podcast sponsorships are. I decided to sit down. I wrote this article. I gave away all my knowledge. A lot of great templates are included on the blog post itself. So here we go. I hope you enjoy. So when I launched Entrepreneur on Fire back in September of 2012, I had no idea what the source of my income would be, but I did know that if I provided enough amazing content and value to my listeners for free, that the income side of things would fall into place. Here's a Zig Ziglar quote for you. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. It's a great quote, Fire Nation, and a great way to go about your business. Sure enough, at the six-month mark, my download numbers and ranking in iTunes had begun to attract sponsors who started to approach Entrepreneur on Fire. The month of April 2013 turned out to be our first five-figure month, $12,584 to be specific with 85% of the revenue generated coming straight from sponsorships. To celebrate Entrepreneur on Fire's one-year anniversary in September of 2013, we decided to begin releasing a monthly income report. September proved to be a record month with over 50K in gross revenue, and we blew the doors off in October and had our first six-figure month. Today, sponsorships make up about 40% of Entrepreneur on Fire's monthly income as we have introduced products and services, Fire Nation Elite and Podcasters Paradise, that account for a large percentage of our total revenue. The rest of this audio blog is going to be focused on sponsorships, specifically best practices and approaches, as well as a lot of personal opinions, my personal opinions. In November alone, Entrepreneur on Fire generated over $40,000 in sponsorship revenue, which we will be revealing in detail in our next income report coming out the first week in December. Podcasting has arrived. It's exciting and we are just getting started. So jump on guys and hang on tight. All things sponsorships. So let's get real, Fire Nation. Can you start a podcast today and have sponsors lined up at your doorstep tomorrow? No. Can you start a podcast today about a niche that you're passionate about and knowledgeable about? Work hard for a significant amount of time, six months, a year, build a captive and engaged audience, and then have sponsors beating down your door to get in front of your listeners? Yes. Let's take a moment to turn back the clock and go through my first six months, which we'll call the pre-sponsorship days. I launched on September 22nd, 2012 to four days of crickets, aka no downloads. Zero, zip, and zilch if you don't count my own personal downloads. Then, as my guests began sharing their interviews with their massive audiences, the download numbers, they began to climb. Next thing I knew, I was ranking high on the new and noteworthy list, which began to drive a ton of organic traffic my way. 
My first email every morning was to my guest whose interview went live that day stating, Gary, thank you so much for sharing your amazing journey on Entrepreneur on Fire. I would be honored if you would share with your audience. Here are the links if you decide to do so. Thank you again for igniting the world. Corny, yes. Effective, double yes. Soon, with a combination of Entrepreneur on Fire being shared with massive audiences daily and the organic traffic resulting from ranking high and new and noteworthy, the Entrepreneur on Fire snowball effect was rolling. Our guests started sharing Entrepreneur on Fire with their audiences, which resulted in more downloads. More downloads resulted in higher rankings in new and noteworthy. Higher rankings in new and noteworthy resulted in more organic downloads. And every day, more coal was being added to the fire. Within two and a half months, Entrepreneur on Fire was generating over 100,000 unique downloads a month. This success landed me a speaking engagement at New Media Expo Blog World, Vegas, in January of 2013. This is the same conference I had attended just six months prior, like a baby fawn with eyes wide open at this crazy world of online entrepreneurs that literally just days before I knew nothing about. The conference was powerful, and the credibility from speaking at New Media Expo in Vegas landed Entrepreneur on Fire interviews with Tim Ferriss and Barbara Corcoran in rapid succession. Then things really started taking off. In February of 2013, I published Podcast Launch, which is a step-by-step guide to launching your podcast. Podcast Launch immediately became the number one ranked book in Amazon on podcasting and remains so with over 165 star reviews. Podcast Launch established Entrepreneur on Fire and myself as an authority figure of source on podcasting. And because of that, other opportunities began to appear. In mid-March, I was approached by three sponsors. I kindly replied by asking for a week to consider the opportunity, and then I immediately got on the phone with a friend and fellow podcaster who had been in this game for a while to ask for some unbiased advice. During our conversation, I found out what sponsors have come to expect from sponsorships and podcast hosts alike. The remainder of this audio blog is what I learned on that call and in the eight months that followed while working with over 15 sponsors for Entrepreneur on Fire. I'm about to share the industry standard. Always remember that you, Mr. or Mrs. Podcaster, are the host of your show and should propose any arrangement that you feel is best for you and your listeners. If the interested sponsor is not game, bye-bye. I only partner with sponsors who will add value to Fire Nation and never hesitate to turn away sponsors that do not have my listeners' best interests at heart. I've created many valuable relationships this way, and many of my current sponsors stay with Entrepreneur on Fire month after month because I strive to create a win-win in every partnership, and I'm about to share how and why. On to the main event, the industry standard. The current industry standard podcast sponsorship is a combo of a 15-second pre-roll and a 60-second mid-roll. Pre-roll. Prior to launching the main content, the host will talk about the sponsor's product or service for 15 seconds. On Entrepreneur on Fire, our pre-rolls are right after the intro music. And at eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships, I have a sample. Mid-roll. A lot of flexibility here. Typically inserted somewhere between the 40 to 70% mark of the podcast. 
The host will talk about the sponsor's product or service for 60 seconds this time, often sharing a personal story if possible. An entrepreneur on fire, our minerals are right before the lightning rounds, which puts them close to the 70% mark on most episodes. Again, I have another example at eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships. Another opportunity for sponsorships is during the outro. Entrepreneur on Fire has experimented with this for the first time in Q4 of 2013 with great results. This is the last call to action your listeners will hear. And on Entrepreneur on Fire, it's proving to be a call to action that is driving results. Pricing model, CPM versus CPA. There are three different routes you can take with your sponsors. Cost per mile, CPM. Cost per thousand views, or in the podcast world, listens. CPA is cost per acquisition, the cost to acquire one customer. The third route you can take is, hey, you name the price. The sponsors say yes or no. This model is way underrated for newer shows, and I personally like it. Remember, this is your show. Let's talk a little bit about cost per mile, CPM. This is the only way that I currently deal with sponsors. If a sponsor wants to partner with Entrepreneur on Fire, I will send them a proposal, and an example template is at the end of the article on the website. They can either accept, reject, or negotiate. Negotiating has not been a great option for interested sponsors of Entrepreneur on Fire, as we receive way more inquiries, demands, than we could ever accept. Supply. My Q4 sponsorship inventory was 100% sold out by September, so my current sponsors accepted my proposal, which is based off the current industry standards, and those who tried to negotiate missed out on reaching Entrepreneur on Fire's massive audience with their message. So what are these industry standards anyhow? A 15-second pre-roll commands $18 per 1,000 CPMs. A 60-second mid-roll commands $25 per 1,000 CPMs. And again, guys, CPMs are listens. For ease of math purposes, let's say your podcast averages 10,000 listens per episode. 18 times 10 for the 10,000 listens equals $180. That is the cost to sponsor one episode for a pre-roll. 25 times 10 for the 10,000 listens equals $250, which is what it costs to sponsor a mid-roll. Therefore, your 10,000 per episode podcast would cost a sponsor $430 for a pre-roll, mid-roll combo. So let's say you allow two sponsors per episode. Now you are making $860 per episode. Four episodes a month, that's $3,440. Eight episodes, 6,880. 30 episodes, $25,800. And guys, now you can see why I love doing a daily show. And guys, I know all those numbers might be a little confusing on an audio broadcast, but go to eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships and seeing it written down in the post will make a lot of sense. The above model is only the industry standard, and I have structured deals with both higher and lower CPMs, but most of my deals are at this CPM rate. A common question is, how do I know what my average listens are so I can determine my CPM rate? Great question, guys. Look at the download numbers of your episodes starting at six weeks out. 
You can let your download numbers build up for these six weeks, guys. Remember, you are guaranteeing a minimum number of downloads, so you need to be confident that you are fulfilling your end of the contract. Once you see that every episode is over a certain number of downloads by week six, that's your CPM. You can adjust this as often as monthly. I personally adjust accordingly. To be clear, sponsors only care about how many downloads you are guaranteeing for the specific episode they are sponsoring. Go to your stats, look at the downloads you have per episode, and use that information to find your CPM rate. Cost per acquisition, CPA. One of the first ways I started monetizing with Entrepreneur on Fire is with this model. In Podcaster's Paradise, I have a great video tutorial that walks you through the entire process of setting up a partnership with Audible where you get paid $15 for every single person that you send to their sales page that results in a sign-up for a free audiobook and free 30-day membership. There were a couple of months in a row where I generated between two dollars and $3,000 every month using this model, and it was making Audible very happy. For those of you that have heard me say, eofirebook.com, that's eofirebook.com, that was its original use. In the Podcaster's Paradise tutorial, I delve into why it was so strategic to use that domain as a forwarding domain instead of the link that Audible provides you. The strategy has allowed me to stay in control of my evergreen content, meaning the podcast that I recorded months ago, and now I use it to power my current sponsor, Audiobooks. So why not bring more sponsors on? Valid question. I will say once again, your podcast is your show and therefore your decisions. However, my opinion on this matter is as follows. I'm a believer in the law of diminishing returns. In this case, I believe having three or more pre-roll and mid-roll sponsors is bad for everyone involved. It's bad for the sponsor as their message is getting diminished, less listener action is being taken, and therefore it's less likely that the sponsor is going to stay with you when it comes time to talk extension. It's bad for the listener. Your listener loves podcasts because it's free, on demand. They don't have to put up with annoying commercials like the radio. Podcast sponsorships work so well because it's you, the host, that's promoting a product or service and your listeners trust you. That trust will deteriorate if you make it seem more about the sponsorships than the listener. My listeners understand that after 30 seconds of me sharing two 15-second sponsorship slots, we dive into the content. 30 seconds is not too much to ask, especially when my sponsors are all relevant to entrepreneurs. It's also bad for the host, you. Why? Your goal is to provide as much value and high-quality content that your listeners not only keep coming back for more, but they tell their friends and family about it. Your goal is to provide great content, increase your listener base, and by default, increase the amount each sponsor pays you per sponsorship. The math is simple. It's better to have two sponsors paying you $430 per episode than three paying you $287 for all the reasons above and every other obvious one. I will never have more than two pre-rolls and two mid-rolls on Entrepreneur on Fire because I care about Fire Nation, and this mentality generated over $40,000 in sponsorship revenue in November of 2013. I will only partner with sponsors that I believe benefit Fire Nation in their entrepreneurial journey. Don't believe me? I was approached by a payday loan company that offered double my going rate to sponsor Entrepreneur on Fire. 
I do not believe in payday loans for many reasons, especially as a recommendation for a fire nation. So my answer was simple, no. Saying yes would have generated $18,000 more in sponsorship revenue for Q4. Not even close to worth it. No dollar amount would be. Show the same care for your audience and you will be better serving yourself, your sponsor, and most importantly, your listener. So when should I bring on sponsors? My first recommendation to each podcaster that is interested in going the sponsorship route is to sit down. Sit down and think. Sit down and think about the least amount of money it would take for you to dilute your podcast with a sponsorship. Did I just say dilute? Yup, and I meant it. Dilute is not meant as a dirty word here. It's meant as a reality. When you bring on a sponsor, no matter how relevant, no matter how awesome, you are on some level diluting the message of your podcast. You're going to turn off some listeners, although very few if you do it right. You're going to be sending some listeners away on actions that don't involve your platform, and you'll be distracting some focus from the main content of your podcast. Are any of these things bad? No, not really but I bring them up because they should come with a minimum price tag. Sit down and come up with that baseline price tag. Your listeners are valuable. Don't sell them out as otherwise. For me, $500 was my baseline number. I said to myself, if Entrepreneur on Fire could bring in $500 per episode, that would be $15,000 per month at 100% capacity. And that makes sense. Anything less? Nope, not ready yet. In April, I hit that magic number, and my sponsorship revenue has been growing ever since. What's your number? If you know your number, you will be in a much better position come negotiation time with your sponsors. So how do I find sponsors? Within Podcasters Paradise, I have some great video tutorials on how to find the perfect sponsors, how to email them, and how to lock in the best possible rate for your show. For the purposes of this post, I'll share some great tips with you now. What's your niche? What companies currently market to your niche? Is your podcast about raising children? I'm sure Babies RS would love to offer value to your audience. What about fishing? LLB and Cabela's are already lining up. Listen to other podcasts in your niche. Do they have sponsors? If so, a well-crafted email to that sponsor could yield a partnership. It has for me on numerous occasions. You see, guys, the secret's out. Podcast hosts have a captive audience. We have engaged listeners. We have followers that know, like, and trust us. And when we put our stamp of approval on a product or service, that means a lot to our listeners and our sponsors know it. Think of the podcast that you listen to regularly. Don't you feel a closer connection to the host of that podcast than to the author of a blog or some unknown voice of a radio ad? How should I approach sponsors? I've attached a well-crafted email template at the end of the post at eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships that I've used to successfully approach many sponsors. Enjoy. I have interested sponsors. Now what? Now it's time for you to decide what your number is. As discussed above, you should have a minimum. If your downloads don't command that minimum right now, that's fine. Let your sponsors know what your download numbers are and then tell them what it will cost for them to sponsor an episode. They can take it or leave it. You'll be better off for whatever decision they make because you stuck to your guns. At some point, your download numbers will be able to be inserted into the previously mentioned 
industry standard CPM rate and command a higher price than your minimum baseline number. At that point, it's time to go back to the negotiating table with your sponsor and start increasing the amount you receive per episode. Summation. Fire Nation, I would like to end this post by saying this. Building an audience is an incredible way to build a viable business. Podcasting is an amazing vehicle to build an audience, and it's a model that we chose to follow here at Entrepreneur on Fire. Everything I shared here today is to help you turn your podcast or business into a viable one, and I hope you're going to take some of the information provided and create your freedom. We have an amazing community at Podcasters Paradise that's all about you. The 100% focus is on helping you create, grow, and monetize your podcast. We have over 100 video tutorials with more being added every day. There's a vibrant community forum that's buzzing with over 260 incredible podcasters who are building powerful relationships, honing their interview skills, finding guests for their shows, finding shows to be guests on, and connecting with like-minded podcasters to form accountability partnerships and much, much more. Every month I hold a powerful live webinar with a top podcaster and we share everything that's working for them and why. Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income was our first guest. Amy Porterfield of Online Marketing Made Easy is our second. Podcasters Paradise has turned into an incredible place to take your podcast to new heights. We welcome the beginner, intermediate, and expert podcaster alike, and there is a boatload of content for each. And guys, we have five templates waiting for you at eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships, or just go to eofire.com, click on the blog tab, and this article will be right there. We have an email template of how to approach a sponsor for the first time, Entrepreneur on Fire's price chart, which is what we use to send to potential sponsors. We have an email template of our sponsorship proposal. We have the Excel spreadsheet template of the dates and dollars sponsorship proposal. And we have the email template of your interview is live, what we send to our guests the day that their interview actually goes live. So Fire Nation, I really hope you enjoyed this audio blog. I wanted to share with you in the audio format because I know a lot of you just love audio and you're not going to go and read this 2,000 plus word post, but you are going to get a ton of value from listening to this podcast. If you're not a current or aspiring podcaster, there were still a lot of business tips, tricks, and tactics in here that I know that you can walk away with and apply to your business. If you are a current podcaster or aspiring podcaster, this can really be a huge help for you if you want to take that leap into the sponsorship game, or if you're already there, taking it to the next level. Podcasters Paradise, guys, is there. It's for you. The community is amazing, and it keeps growing every day with wonderful podcasters from around the world joining to add their amazing influence to this great community. I would love to see you there. Check it out at podcastersparadise.com. I'm always available for questions about Podcasters Paradise. It literally is my baby. I'm so passionate about it. Right below the video at podcastersparadise.com, you can click on a link to set up a 10-minute chat with me if you have any questions specifically about joining Podcasters Paradise because I would love to talk to you answer those questions, and then welcome you to the community. So Fire Nation, once again, prepare to ignite.
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 